Hey guys, I'm Boyd the Broker, and this is pretty cool. Having a podcast to talk about relevant events. You know, real estate is going up, it's going down. What's it doing? You look on the internet and you have no idea. I've got an opinion about things, and I'm going to bring in some different guys each week, and we're going to talk about different things real estate, health, everything. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoy it. So, yeah, it was like three months ago, and I remember doing a video, and it got a lot of views, and it was. Uh, uh, perfect storm in real estate. And I felt that there were three main uh, contributing factors and they're still relevant and uh, uh, not tooting my own horn, but I was right. And yeah, so I was right. Uh, price reductions and that's still happening. Price reductions are all over the place. And that just has, that just has to do with, with agents that are, that usually are, are, are told by the client what the price of the house is, which should be the opposite. Nothing against clients. I love clients, uh, but the clients don't know what their property's worth, period. That's what real estate agents are supposed to know is what the property's worth. And I see, uh, you know, less than, than confident agents, especially agents that haven't had much experience. They're so terrified to give their opinion on a price because They'll think that the seller, if they don't like the price that the, the agent gave them, will hire somebody else. But you know what? That's what's happened on, on a lot of these properties, and that's why they're still on the market. And so then you have to do a price reduction. So it's actually a disservice. It really goes against the seller to price it too high and then do a, a, a price reduction because it just looks bad. Because then when I'm representing the buyer, we think, oh my gosh, they tried to get this. They've already got three reductions. Well, here, I'm going to give you four reductions because we're going to come in way low. So that's bad for the seller. So that just backfired. So your your agent needs to securely pick a price that, that he picks, not the seller. The seller can have a say and he can have an opinion. That's great. But if you're going to pay me a bunch of money, I should know what the property can sell for. Um, and then we're going to market it and we're going to get it. And, this, and, and so there's price reductions everywhere. And, you know, the, the second thing which contradicts the first is, is multiple bidding. Um, and, and it's weird because there's still multiple bidding, even though there's tons of price reductions and the interest rates are high. Multiple bidding is truly happening on the properties that are very desirable. So in, in Manhattan Beach and, and Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, the Riviera, PV Estates, not every property is selling. Not every property is having a price reduction. Not every property is getting multiple bidding. But there's more than usual. And these are the, are, are the properties. There's so many serious buyers out there. Uh, the people that have a lot of equity in their home and they're selling their property, so they've 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 got a good, really good down payment, or the people with cash. You got to make, you know, you need money to make money. There's that that old saying, and 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 a lot of these people um, want the best property or the best location or the best view, um, and, and these are the properties that are getting multiple bidding. Unless they were, they could be the best property and the best view and the best location. But if the broker asks too much as an asking price, then they're not getting multiple bids. But if you price it comparatively with other properties that have sold, but your location's better, your view's better, then you're going to get multiple bidding. And that contradicts the whole point of, of a down market and, and, and price reductions. But it's, it's amazing to watch. Um, and you know, the, the, the third thing that's going on, and this is still going on in big time, is, is deals falling out. You know, I have a thing in my computer where um, 
all the beach city properties, Manhattan, Redondo, Hermosa, Torrance, everywhere, PV, um, all the new properties that come up, we call it a hot sheet. Um, I've included in that hot sheet, not only the properties that become active so that I know what's going on, but also the ones that um, uh, went into pending, sold, or came back on market. And that is the biggest thing I'm seeing is back on market. And that is bad. That means the deal fell out. And, and, and back in the day, deals would fall out because, you know, you do an inspection and you'd find out there'd be a problem with the foundation or the roof's gone and the, and the buyer asks the seller, oh my gosh, I want 50000 for a new roof. And the seller says, oh, well, forget you. We're going to put it back on the market. That was the old days. Now the new days, it's, it's everything. It's, it's, it's as simple as like in a multiple bidding. If, if three people are bidding on it and the, the third guy, the reason he gets the property is because he bids more than the first guy and the second guy. He goes home and then the next day his wife goes, oh my gosh, I feel a little bit weird. We paid so much more than the next guy. It's kind of freaking me out. Or the neighbor goes, you paid how much? And then, you know, their, their parents or their dad or their friend, you know, the water cooler talk at the office, you paid how much for that? So then they start getting nervous and then they go to their agent and they want to be told that everything's fine. And an agent that isn't doing a lot of business is going to tell them everything's fine. If it's within the comparable sales, they shouldn't have overbid at the beginning. There was a property in Mosa Beach that was, oh my God, I mean... It was overbid by a million dollars. Can you believe this? That is just ridiculous. There's no way. There's no way that a house should be. It comes down to the broker. I mean, like, come on. How can you? Nobody has that kind of money where you can go overbidding a million dollars. And we're not talking about 12 million and 13 million, which, you know, the percentages. I'm talking it was like a $3 million house that sold for 4 million. That's just that's just crazy. That just means the broker is telling the, the, the client anything to, to get that deal done. And that's just bad. We need to be told sometimes, hey, you know what? You got to let this one go. This one's, th- this isn't the right deal. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. Let somebody else get it. That's what a strong broker needs to do. And that's what somebody that is not just doing it for the commission is going to tell you. You know what? Let's keep looking. This one's not the right one. There's a little too much competition. But on the flip side of that, those people that are overbidden craziness, they're backing out. And then that property becomes available two weeks later. And then maybe you can get a good deal on it because that's what's going on. Because you know what I think, you know, to wrap this whole thing up, this is, this is the big thing. And I had a guy on TikTok call me a moron. He called me a moron for a lot of things, but not for this. For real, I get real estate. I just understand this. And I think, and it's happening now, so... Yep, you can play back the video and say, see that I was right. And plenty of times when I'm wrong about things, but this one I was right, is that when rates go down, prices will go down. And they're already talking about that. There was a thing in the Wall Street Journal, another one on Barron's. Everybody thinks that when rates go down, Prices are going to go up because there's going to be so many more buyers. That's the opposite. There's low inventory now with high high prices, but there's high interest rates is because the cash guys are buying everything. It takes money to make money. These guys with cash, they made cash because they're smarter than the rest of us. But that we just need to understand what's going on and, and go with it. You don't need to be smarter than the next guy, but you just need to understand what's going on and see what's going on. And I see what's going on, and that's it. So when rates come down and there are more buyers, there's going to be more inventory. But when there's more inventory, this, this is the simplest analogy right here. When there's more inventory, guess what? When there's three properties for sale, 
then the buyers have a better selection. Those three properties, they have to make it more attractive for that buyer to buy. So they can't have the high price. That's why they're going to have the low price. I'm telling you, that's where, that's where this is going. You're going to see this. It's talk again in three months. You know, so here's the coolest analogy. I think that there's three factors going on right now that are creating the perfect storm for real estate. And uh, price reductions is the biggest thing. It, it's like a swirling storm of, of, of these very important things. And, and price reductions are, is making people nervous. Uh, and it's making sellers uh, uh, reevaluate whether or not they want to sell. Uh, and, but then they're seeing multiple bidding. That's the second part of this perfect storm. So buyers are seeing, oh my gosh, I'm trying to buy this and the guy behind me's paying more and bidding more. And, and that doesn't make sense. How can there be price reductions and multiple bidding going on at the same time? Well, that's the thing. That's what creates the third part of this perfect storm, which is deals are backing out. Well, deals are backing out, not only because of inspections, that's the old way of doing it. Deals are falling out because people are getting nervous. They're nervous because they're seeing these price reductions on every other property. Why doesn't this have a price reduction? And then they're nervous because they were one of the multiple bidders on this property. And now their neighbors are saying, why did you pay so much for this place? Oh my gosh, are you crazy? And then they're like, oh, am I crazy? So you put this all together and this is the storm that's just churning up and churning up. And guess what happens after the storm, when the dust settles, you're going to see us at the end of the year, probably in 2024, where the, the interest rates are going to be lower, but the prices are going to be lower. That's where we're going. So sellers during a perfect storm, you know, every seller says, oh my gosh, yes, I want multiple bidding and, uh, uh, and that sort of thing. I don't want to be price reduced and I don't want the deal to be back, you know, somebody to back out of the deal. Well, great. Price it with incomparable sales. Let me sell your property and advertise the living crap out of it. You know, putting it on the computer. These agents are so, they're, they're lazy. They put it on the, on the multiple listing service, which is how we, we, we know a property's for sale. And then they walk away. I'm, I'm different. I'm a little greedy. I want to bring a buyer to the property. It's a, it's a game between me and the next guy who's going to win. And, and who wins is the seller. But the buyer also wins because I'm going to, if I represent buyer and seller, I'm going to give him full access and have his friends come over. And then I'm bringing electricians and plumbers. I'm doing all this stuff. It's just truly a win-win situation. But in the seller situation, they need to make sure that they're just pricing themselves with incomparable sales. It's a decent time to sell because the people that are buying are serious. So that's what I tell sellers. It's a good time to sell. Now, buyers, how, how can you tell buyers and sellers the same thing? You can't. It's not the same thing, but the environment's still the same. Buyers, if you're buying a property because your lifestyle changed, your job changed, your, 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 your family size changed, well, then it's time for you to buy. You're not going to be able to time it and figure it out. But, and, and, and you can't, oh my gosh, some of these mortgage brokers and, and real estate brokers, they're promising the clients, oh, buy now and then in, in, in a year you can, you can uh, uh, reduce the interest rate and everything. That is something that you can, you can possibly do, but you can't, you can't count on that. You, can't, you cannot use that in the factor of your purchase. You either can afford it now or you can't afford it. And if you can't afford it, you don't buy it. That, that's the reality of it. I was talking earlier about multiple bidding and somebody paying a million over. That, that's the thing. It's like, as an agent, you got to stand up for your opinion because your opinion matters, especially if we've got some experience. Because I've seen 
buyers that have that have that have lost out or sellers that have regretted what they've done. So I can I can give you that experience and that's why I might be a little better agent than the next guy. And that's just how it is. Uh, you can pick whoever you like and I uh, there's some fantastic agents out there. But that's what you got to look for. You just got to look for somebody that's going to stand up and and be opinion. This is the time when you want an opinion. You really do. And it doesn't mean that the opinion of the broker is right and that he shouldn't listen to the seller or the buyer. You should absolutely listen to the opinion of the seller or the buyer. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to provide that opinion. So many brokers are scared of losing the clients that they're going to pick somebody else and, and move on. Well, if you're scared of that, you, you shouldn't be in the business. I mean, it, it should be, you should be aware of it, but you shouldn't be scared of it. So this perfect storm in real estate that I'm talking about, it's truly within, um, I sell real estate in the South Bay and the South Bay consists of Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, Torrance, and uh, Palos Verdes Peninsula, which is Rancho Palos Verdes and Palos Verdes Estates. Um, I'm really not qualified uh, to talk about um, the conditions of real estate outside those areas, because that's the crazy part of it. You know, with social media and TikTok, if people are listening to this podcast and they're listening to my opinion, it may not be applicable in New York or Idaho or or even Las Vegas. I mean, it, every area is a little bit different, and so I can I'm 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 an expert in my area in the South Bay. I don't even you want to know something crazy is if I was hired to sell a property. Um, you know, in like Santa Cruz or in Northern California or in, in somewhere in California where it was outside of my, my expertise, out, out, outside of my, the areas of, of, that I sell real estate, I'm actually not going to take that listing. Uh, I'm going to refer it out uh, because that's how, much, that's how much of a difference it is pricing, even in Northern California to Southern California. And then you move over to a different state or a different part of the country. Things are different. I mean, you can you can understand what I'm saying, and some of it might apply, but you want to get a local guy to sell your local property or buy your local property because they're supposed to know the difference in that market because it truly is different from market to market. Period. So here here's what we're seeing um, in in pricing, which is is contributing to this perfect storm, um, and it comes down to the agent. Uh, not understanding comparable sales or being told by the seller what they what they feel the property's worth or an agent that just doesn't have the experience because the craziness of the market really um, makes the people with experience stand out. Um, there was a place in Torrance uh, for $1.2 million and uh, they put it on the market, uh, let's say on a, on a Saturday or something like that. Uh, the agent got uh, eight or 10 calls in the first two days and thought, oh, this is so great. Oh my gosh, I got eight or 10 calls. Well, the seller says, oh, geez, there's all this interest in my property. Well, that must that means you, you priced it too cheap. 1.2, my gosh, you put it, change it, change it. And the, the agent, not being confident enough, secure enough, or have enough experience, was afraid of being wrong too and didn't understand the true pricing so they listened to the to the client uh, and increased it on you'd say Tuesday to 1.4 well guess what happened now they get no calls the 8 to 10 calls were just inquiries it's not 8 to 10 offers for starters and it went down to nothing 
And that place sat on the market for maybe another three months at 1.4. And, and I know about this because I had somebody looking in the area. And so it's a place that I would have actually bought the client to and bid on. But when, when there's that much instability in the, shown from the agent or from the seller or whatever it is, it makes the whole process nervous. And if you're getting into a nervous process during a nervous market, it's a recipe for disaster. And so I think it stayed on the market maybe another another month and they reduced it below that 1.2, I think to about a million 150. My guy had already moved on and bought something else. That's the other thing is that people, when they see a property for sale and then it gets reduced or it stays on too long, there's all different types of stories what's going to come on about why that property got reduced or why it hasn't sold. They don't even need to be true. That's just the, the reality of it. But this place now is a million one fifty, not selling when at, at the start at 1.2, the 8 to 10 calls, they probably had one or two of those people who were probably interested in it. They probably could have been done it. The seller could have moved by now, had his money in the bank or moved to another place. Everything would have been great. But no, they freaked out. The broker didn't have enough confidence, and now the seller's going to get less money than they were at the start. My boy, the broker, I appreciate you tuning into my podcast. You know, we're going to have some pretty cool topics over the next several months. Real estate, how to make money, when to buy, when to sell. I'm helping people return to work after suffering a stroke. There's some interesting, cool health topics we're going to talk about. There's just nothing off the table. I live in the real world. Where do you live?